In this episode, we're talking about the three invisible elements of behaviors that truly stick. And so if you've been having trouble feeling like you can't stay consistent, you can't stick to the changes, the diets, the exercise program you're trying to do, then this episode is just the one for you. So keep on listening. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready, because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, fad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance, and saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality. So you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. My name is Joseph Oschleger. I am so grateful you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today's episode is one that, man, I am so excited about. This is a topic that I struggle to stay concise on. I have so many thoughts, so many feelings, so many things that I strongly believe about this topic and I struggled to condense, to, to pull a few ideas from this greater conversation and bring some clear, simple, non-rambly principles into this episode today. Now, before we get going, really quick disclaimer. My voice may be a little bit scratchy. You may hear me cough, sneeze clear my throat, etc. because I just got back from climbing Mount Shasta in Northern California. And for those of you who are not mountain fanatics like me, Mount Shasta is a big mountain. It's a 14,100 some foot volcano in Northern California that is this monster mountain. And I just gave it my first climbing attempt I was unsuccessful of reaching the summit. I ended up about 500, 600 feet short. I made a bunch of rookie mistakes, some noob, dumb things that it was like, oh, Joseph, like, like I got lost. I took the wrong trail in the morning and wasted two hours, <laughs> two hours of my day because I took the wrong trail because I didn't need a map, right? Because I knew exactly where I was going. Yes. All that being said, it was an incredible experience. It completely epitomized everything that I believe about health, wellness, and fitness in the sense that it was such a rad experience. Even though I didn't take the summit, I got up to about 13,500 feet and the view was absolutely phenomenal. I could see, I have no idea how many miles, I could see maybe 100 miles into California, into Oregon, maybe over into Nevada. Guys, it was amazing. And that experience was, as is any mountain I climb, life 
changing. Maybe not in this grand, huge, um, crazy shift, but every time you have one of those moments where you're in such a rugged, wild, harsh, incredible place, it leaves you changed. That's an experience that you just will never forget. And that I, I guess I, I will never forget. And the reason why I, I bring this up before we get into the show is having those experiences, rad adventures like that, are what I believe health, wellness, and fitness is truly about. Many times in the industry, people like myself, nutrition, health, fitness coaches, make your health, wellness all about your appearance, right? It's all about losing weight. It's all about dropping the dress size. It's all about looking better in that shirt. And those things are great, right? And I don't mean to say those are bad things to pursue. Those can be awesome things to pursue. Those can be awesome goals to have. But I strongly believe that at the end of our lives, yes, I don't mean that in a morbid way, but all of us should live with this in mind, is at the end of our lives, I believe that we will care more, we will treasure more the experiences, the opportunities, the amazing memories we formed doing things like climbing a mountain than we will about what our body fat percentage was, what the number was on the scale. I believe that the way we show up, the opportunities that we can fully pursue, the experiences that we can make, the memories that we can hold on to, that we will have shared with others will matter more. And having a robust base of health, robust base of health, wellness, and fitness allows us to more fully show up, allows us to have the capability and the capacity to do those rad things in life that we truly want to do that I believe are going to be truly much more meaningful and impactful when we look back over the course of our life than just how we looked. So my voice may be scratchy, my voice may be a little bit more haggard and rough, but my heart is full and I had an incredible time on the mountain. Okay, but enough about mountaineering. Today on this show, I want to reveal three what I call invisible elements that can make any new behavior stick. So you can get results, you can get off the hamster wheel of the yo-yo dieting, the on again, off again, starting something new, and then falling away from it. You can cut through all that, make the behavior stick, so you can get real results that actually last, and oftentimes actually in a shorter time span than compared to some other crazy strategies out there. Okay, so invisible elements. Now, invisible Maybe this is my second disclaimer of the show. Maybe that sounds a little bit clickbaity, and I apologize, but I don't think it is. And here's why. These elements, as you'll see, are often overlooked by many, I don't know, practitioners and diet influencers out there because they're so maybe... <laughs> In seeming insignificant. They're things that aren't flashy. They aren't sexy. They aren't bold and crazy. 
and they go against some of the ideology out there of like, go 110% and never miss a day. And it's all about going into beast mode, right? These crazy things, like these like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, just give it all, never quit type of ideology that honestly doesn't fit into life very well. These invisible elements go against that all or nothing, go big or go home, go fast and get it done type of mindsets that exist in the culture. I don't believe those honestly do people much good at all. And that's a concept, that's a topic for another day. But these elements go against that. They're very simple, and a lot of times they're very invisible, and yet they're some of the greatest predictors of being able to stay consistent, create behaviors that stick, so you can get results that actually last for the long term, right? Crazy idea, actually last for the long term. And oftentimes do it in a much quicker time span. Okay, so why does this matter? Well, here's the thing that most of us struggle with, and that's staying consistent. The classic example is New Year's resolutions, right? So many times we start a new behavior that we just can't make stick. We just can't stay consistent. And the unfortunate part of that is twofold. If you can't stay consistent, if you can't make a new behavior change stick and last, then one, you aren't going to get the results you want. Change requires change, right? Unless you change something about what you're doing, who you are, you will not become or get to somewhere that is different, right? That's fundamental and that's common sense. In order to get a result, you have to make a change. And so if we can't stay consistent, we can't make that change consistently happen so that we get the desired result or the outcome that we want, whether that's something like losing a few pounds, whether that's waking up feeling more energized, whether that's having a clearer mind so we can crush it in our work, in our businesses, etc. Lack of consistency means no results. But secondly, and almost worse, is a lot of times it leaves us feeling like a failure. And that really sucks, right? I know I've experienced this. I've wanted to make some change, be like, okay, now's the time, right? Here's the new thing I'm going to do. And I implement it and it's exciting. But then if I can't make it stick, if there are days where like, you know, I begin to fall away and I start missing the habit, it's very easy to look in the mirror and be like, Joseph, you're such a failure. Why can't you do this? How come you don't have the willpower? How come you don't have the perseverance to be able to make this happen? And if this happens over and over, over again, over years, we can begin to believe the lie that we are a failure or that we can't do it, right? We just don't have what it takes. And that is such a sad place to be. I've been there before. Maybe you're there. And if you are, I want you to know it's not true. It is a lie. But we want to avoid both those things, not getting the results and the downer it is when we feel like a failure. So what do we do? What are these elements and how do they help us? Well, here's the secret, guys. To make consistent change, it's all about the way that you implement the behavior. You implement your actions. In my book, here it is. This is the ultimate secret. This is the 
foundational thesis of everything that I practice. In order to stay consistent, in order to make changes last for the long term, in order to be able to build incredible health, wellness, and energy, vitality, so you can get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. If you want to do those things, then the secret is designing simple systems into your day, into your lifestyle, that'll help you regularly take action on what produces the results you want. It's about the designing of simple systems, things that you can do regularly, day in and day out, that are not difficult, that are fairly simple, and that actually drive results, get you the results you want. And to build these three systems, or to build these symptoms, to choose the behaviors that are going to give you the results you want without, with minimal time, effort, and energy expenditure, you want to use these three invisible elements to choose these behaviors, to make these behaviors stick. And here they are. The three invisible core elements of behaviors that stick. Number one. Actions that actually work. I know. I know. And we'll we'll break this down in a second. That's number one. Number two, it's something you're able to do. And number three, you want to do it. Okay? So number one, things that actually work. Two, you're able to do it. And three, you want to do it. Sound pretty simple, right? Let's pull each of these apart a little bit and dig into it. So number one, actions that actually work. The question to ask yourself is, will this truly drive results? So when you're looking at any type of new behavior that you want to begin, anything that you want to either get a result you want, whether that's like, right, fat loss, whether that's get a little bit more fit, whether that's add 10 pounds to your squat, whether that's wake up with energy so you aren't cranky, right, and yell at your kids, We don't want that. The first thing you want to ask yourself is the thing that I'm looking at starting, the new behavior that I'm going to choose, will this actually work? Will this thing actually drive results? Now, this is a podcast that I, this is a topic that I'm going to be talking about much more in a future podcast. This idea of principles versus opinions or hacks. So what you want to make sure is the thing you're actually starting actually is legit, right? Okay, I don't think I need to belabor this point, but if you get on social media, you see so many things out there. We see like tea detoxes. We see all these diets being advertised like the keto diet, the carnivore diet, paleo, all these things, right? And you want to ask yourself before you do any of these things is will this behavior that I'm starting, does it actually work? Is this scientifically sound? Is this real stuff? My example for this is, man, I said this recently came across uh, my newsfeed, drinking apple cider vinegar for weight loss, right? Now, from everything that I've read, everything that I've seen, I don't believe that apple cider vinegar has any bearing on losing weight. So if someone's looking at that as a potential behavior to do, I would say don't waste your time. That will not actually drive the results you want. 
That is an opinion. That is more a hack. It is not a principle, a scientific principle of change. Okay? And to be able to pick actions, diets, etc., that are true, it does take a little bit of knowledge, right? I've gone to school for this stuff. And so I've spent years studying what truly works, what's real, what isn't. But maybe you haven't, maybe you don't hold a degree in nutrition, you don't need that. You can also rely on common sense, right? The rule of thumb, honestly, a lot of the time is if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is, right? But everyone out there can do your research. You can do it too. You probably know much more than you already know, or, or sorry, much more than you think you know. But that's the first thing to think about in this whole matrix is the thing that I'm looking at, the behavior I'm choosing, will this actually drive results? Does this seem too good to be true? Does it seem like kind of a funky hack? Does it seem like a shortcut? Or does it seem to be a sound principle that I can rely on to be true? Okay, so that's the first invisible element is, is this something that actually is real that will truly drive a result? The second element, are you able to do it? Okay, so are you able to do this thing? So many times I see people choose an action that in reality they can't realistically do. So then going back to what we said previously about consistency, right? It's the day in and it's the actions you can take day in and day out that end up driving results. Actions that we take one time, right? are not going to change anything for the long term. It's the things that we take consistently. And so when you look at a behavior, the thing to ask yourself is, what I'm looking at starting, the thing that I want to do, am I actually able to do this thing consistently uh, consistently or regularly? And there are two parts to this. The first one is skill. Do I have the skills required? Are you actually able to do this thing? And so an example of this would be like, hey, If someone, and this is a bit of a crazy example, but it was like, okay, my new thing is I'm going to go out and run a marathon every week. And that's going to be part of my fitness thing. Some of us might be able to do that. We literally have the skill, the capacity. We have learned how to go out and run a marathon. Some other people do not have that skill currently. It's something you can learn, right? But they may not have it. And so to commit to something you can't do and be like, okay, this is the thing I'm going to do. If you literally don't have the skill to do it, you are not going to be able to do it. And that one sounds a little crazy. And and maybe that is a poor example because a lot of people (laughs) would not be like, okay, I'm just going to run a marathon. But a lot of people might be like, okay, I'm going to cook meals from home every day. I'm never going to eat out again. Do you have the skills to do that? Is that, are you actually able to do that thing? Do you know how to cook meals that you want to eat? Uh, that your kids will want to eat, et cetera, right? And again, skills can be learned, but the thing to ask yourself is, right now, do I have the skill to do this? The second part is, is it actionable? Is the thing going to be easy, the behavior you're choosing, is it going to be simple and easy to start? Is it something that is doable? Going back to my very poor marathon example, let's say you wanted to run a marathon every day. Okay, that's, that's crazy, but bear with me because this is the example. That is not very actionable. That is not very easy to do. Most days you will not be able to fit a marathon into your day, right? Much less the 
just absolute beat down on your body that that would be, right? And so to think about these two parts of, am I able to do this? Is one, do I have the skills required to do this behavior? And two, is it simple? Is it actionable? Is it easy? If it's not, make it more simple. So instead of running the marathon every day, I would pitch them, well, why don't you try to walk for 20 minutes every day? Doesn't that sound much more actionable, much more doable, much more simple and easy to actually start and take action on? Most likely, rather than running a marathon every day, you're just going to at least walk for 20 minutes a day. Much more actionable. They're able to do it and they have the skill to do it. Okay? That's the second invisible element. Are you able to do it? Don't pick something that is too hard, something that is too sexy, flashy, difficult, that you either don't have the skill or is something that is not actionable. I know that sounds like common sense and there are better examples, but so many of us tend to choose something that is actually more difficult because difficult sounds good, right? It sounds like something that we need. We need difficulty to make change. That's not true. What you need is simplicity. You need something that's actionable, something you can do every day to actually drive change. So don't fall for that trick. Don't fall for that, not, not trick. Don't fall for that pitfall of choosing difficult, hard things. Make it something you have the skill to do and something that is so easily actionable every single day. Okay, so we've covered two. The first one was, is it real? Does it actually drive results? And the second one is, are you able to do it? And the third final piece is, do you want to do it? Do you want to do this? Now, this maybe is the most controversial one because so many, so many voices out there in the industry right now are like, just do it, right? Yes, it sucks. Just do it. Never eat another carb again the rest of your life. And that's crazy to me, all right? I think that's crazy. And so I ask you, do you actually want to do it? Do you have desire to do the behavior? And this is so important because if you don't want to do the thing, you probably won't do it. And if you don't want to do it, you're not gonna get the result. You're not gonna be consistent. And at the end of the day, you're not gonna end up getting the result you want. Oh my gosh. If, if, I, am, if I am passionate about one thing, it is this point, and that is, there are a million ways to get the result that you want to get. You don't have to do things you don't want to do. Now that doesn't mean that you don't always, you don't just do things that feel good. I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is, is if you can get, let's say you want to lose five pounds, there are literally a million different things you could do to lose five pounds. You don't have to cut out all your carbs. Yeah, maybe that works for, you know, like, fitness Larry on Instagram, but you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You can do something you want to do to lose those five pounds. It doesn't have to be miserable. Like you don't have to do things you hate. There's literally so many options. And so the question is, and this seems like such common sense, and yet often, again, we go to that bias of like, it's gotta be difficult, no pain, no gain. No, 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 ask yourself, is this something that I want to do? Or is this something that you're thinking you should do? That's a crucial question. A book, Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. He's a professor of uh, behavior change at I believe Stanford University. He wrote a book called Tiny Habits and this chapter on enjoyment, on desire, absolutely shifted, fundamentally shifted the way I think about choosing behaviors. 
And what he was saying is, is that if you enjoy the thing you choose, you have such a greater likelihood of taking consistent action. Can you imagine if you could lose five pounds doing things you actually enjoy? Like you actually enjoy them. It's crazy, but it's real. Here's an example. A couple months ago, about six months ago, I was not in the greatest place. And I decided that I wanted to lose five pounds. And so I was going to start weighing and tracking all the food I ate. Now, again, quick thing. It's not a bad thing to want to lose five pounds. I just happened to be in a place where I wasn't feeling super great about myself. And I was like, you know what? The best way to fix it is to lose five pounds, right? I too, maybe you can relate. I fell for that trap for a moment where it's like, you know what? If I'm not happy, maybe I should just change the way I look and that'll do it. Spoiler alert is not what did it. But I decided, okay, I'm going to weigh track my macros um, because I want to lose five pounds. But here's the thing. Was I able to do it? Did I have the skill? Yes. Was it actionable? Yes. I've done it before. Was it something that truly drives results? Yes. So it, for this behavior, it checked those first two boxes. I was able to do it and it, it was something that legit, something that actually works. But the final was, did I want to do it? Honestly, I didn't. I honestly was not in a place where I wanted to weigh and track every single bit of food I ate. And because I didn't want to do it, Yes, I kind of wanted to lose the weight, right? Or I kind of wanted to drop the five pounds, lean out a little bit for that season, but I didn't want to weigh and track my food. And so guess what? I did not consistently weigh and track my food and I ended up not doing it after a couple of weeks. Now, there are a lot of different ways you could take that, but what I want to call out in this story is I checked the behavior I wanted to do to get a certain result that I thought I wanted, it checked the first two boxes, but it didn't check the last one, the third box of, is this something I want to do? And so I was much less likely to actually make that behavior stick. Now, I've given you three boxes here, three, what I call invisible elements, often overlooked elements of choosing a behavior that you want to do so you can make it stick something you can do consistently every day so you can get results you want and actually make them last. Okay, so now that you're armed with these three elements, these three things, here's what I want you to do. Here's the feedback. Here's the homework for the day. I want you to right now, maybe pull out a pen and a piece of paper if you have it. And I want you to think about a behavior or an action Maybe it's a diet, an exercise program, et cetera, something, a habit you've been mulling over in your mind about trying to start. Maybe it's a meditation thing. Maybe it's taking a cold shower. Maybe it's, you know, getting back into the gym. And I want you to write that down. And then underneath that potential behavior, I want you to see if that behavior checks the three boxes. The first one is, Will this action actually drive results? Is it legit? From, from what I know, from the knowledge I have and the indicator on common sense that I have, does the action that I want, does it actually seem to be something that's real? The second box is, am I able to do this thing? Do I have the skills required? Do I actually know how to do it well enough? 
And is it actionable? Is this thing going to be simple enough and easy enough that I know I can do it most days? Or do I need to make it a little bit more simple? Do I need to try to gear it down? For example, instead of meditating for 10 minutes, meditate for 60 seconds. Instead of going to the gym every day, maybe just take a 10 to 15 minute walk that you can do whether you're at home or at work, right? Make it more simple. Make sure it's actionable. Make sure you're able to do it. And the third box to ask yourself is, do I actually want to do this thing? Do I have real desire? Or is this something that I feel like I should do or someone else is telling me I should do, right? And if it's not, if, if the behavior that you're looking at doesn't check those three boxes, I would encourage you to come up with a different behavior, find a new behavior, one that you actually know you want to do, you're able to do, and it's legit because they exist, right? The final thing is there are a million ways to get the results you want. And if you want to make sure that you can, or if you want the, I shouldn't say make sure, but if you want the highest likelihood of being able to find a behavior that you can stick to, that you can do on a regular basis, that will drive the results you want, and that will make the results actually last for the long term, then these three elements are what you want to make sure each one of your behaviors that you do fit into. And maybe these change over time, and maybe they don't. And that's another topic for another podcast about what to do if things change. But for now, you are now armed with the three invisible elements of behaviors that stick, that drive results that actually last. These are the three questions I use whenever I'm picking a new habit, a new behavior, a new type of whatever it is, health or exercise action. I found them incredibly valuable and incredibly powerful to both making a behavior stick and then also understanding when they don't last. So instead of feeling like a failure, I can pull out these questions and be like, oh, it didn't fit this box. Like in my example of macro tracking, oh, I didn't want to do it. I had no desire. And so that's why I wasn't a failure. It just wasn't currently in alignment with what I actually wanted in life right now. So I hope these three questions help. I hope you can find these useful to going out there, making and finding behavior changes that actually last, that stick, that you enjoy, you're able to do, and that work so that you can build the incredible health, a lean, strong, capable body. You can build a strong, clear, creative, powerful mind, regain the energy and vitality so that you can fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and get out there and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll see you next week or in the next episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. All right, take care.